Morning guys, welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about maybe a slightly deeper topic and we might go a little longer than normal, but I'll still try to keep it short. But I'm hoping that this word a friend gave me and something the Lord has been speaking to me about and really a desire of my heart will speak to you and help a lot of people today. And that's on this topic of inner healing, specifically that you can't take ground from the enemy if he has ground in you. So I've been kind of talking with my friends, and I wanted to point out two uh, two pillars or two general th- schools of thought that I think will really help people see uh, inner healing in a new light and see who the Lord can be for them in this situation. So most people, and this was myself included, have one or two big strongholds in their life. So on top of generational curses, on top of any familiar spirits they might have, there is generally one or two areas of sin uh, or dysfunction that are either passed down to them or they just throughout the courses and pain of life get attached to. This could be fear-based, control-based, addictions, you know, whatever. And without going into too much details into a deeper inner healing thing, God gave us all a defense mechanism for most of the uh, trauma that happened to us in childhood where parts of our heart break off to hold the pain that we couldn't process or deal with as a kid. And so one way to deal with that is to get those parts connected to Jesus and let him begin to heal those parts in that pain. And that is the basis of heart sync ministry. And I have been through it, uh, you know, been practicing that for the past couple years in my own life. And it is a wonderful ministry. I can put a link in the footnotes. It is a great inner healing tool. Uh, Very much like I think most people know Sozo more than that, but it's a little more in-depth, but same you know, same uh, topic or process generally. And so to bring that back to our topic, that that would remove the pain of a wound that's causing the person to, or the stronghold in the person, or causing the person to reach out to something. And like I said, those things could be uh, substance abuse. Those things could be, um, sometimes the demonic likes to come in and say, you know, uh, make an agreement with me and um, I'll, I'll help protect you if you do, you know, if you do this. And so we make these almost uh, unthinking agreements when we're younger uh, with, you know, negative stuff. That's how a lot of control and fear kind of comes in, especially if you have that pressure coming down your generational line to engage in that. And I know this can kind of get into heavy, (laughs) heavy and kind of painful parts. So if, you know, this kind of triggers something in you, that's totally okay, not my intent, but just to let you know that there is freedom uh, for you in these areas, and that Jesus is, uh, you know, a gentleman and very, very wanting to take your pain. And the second biggest thing that really I feel has kept people stuck is not knowing uh, how to live out of their new man in Christ. And Graham Cook has a wonderful teaching that I'm still walking out and learning to called I think it's the New Man Theology or the, just the New Man, and I'll provide a link to it. Uh, but he really does a great job of stripping off the religious aspects of kind of what I and I think most of us in our time uh, in America, Western culture have grown, you know, of performing for God or trying to get rid of our sin or trying to modify our behaviors to get rid of sin when we should be focusing on that, you know, we are dead to sin. When Christ died on the cross, you know, we, we died with him. That's what we do in baptism. We identify that and our old nature is dead. Like when the trash man comes, when you put your trash out and the trash man comes, you don't run after the trash man wanting your trash back. And so 
we go through this process in Christ. I think the old saints called it sanctification, where we we this we go through this daily process of focusing on our new man, our new nature, uh, and not our behavior, but who we already are in Christ. And no matter how many times you mess up, no matter how many times you slip back, you start to that identity in Christ and who you are in Christ really starts to take hold. I had a recurring <clears throat> negative sin pattern or issue in my life that I tried years uh, of religion, you know, self-behavior modification, everything, and I got, you know, saw very little freedom. And it wasn't until Jesus came to me and told me, you know, not audibly, but in my spirit, I have given you a new nature, son, that a lot of things shifted. And I still remember that first time, and I think others have kind of felt this where, but hopefully this might be a light for some people. After struggling for years and years on my own strength and will and trying to, you know, get free from something, to have in a moment the Holy Spirit come and give you grace. And that first moment where grace came into my heart and, you know, my flesh, as we like to say, and I felt him change me. And then I no longer desired that thing. That was an amazing moment. And that happens more and more repeatedly as you walk with the Lord and as you grow with him. And so just for a quick recap, you know, if there are people, most people have these strongholds. If you have a recurring negative thing in your life and you kind of feel stuck, the general question I like to ask people is, okay, at the root of it, is there pain that the Lord needs to heal? And once we get rid of that too, uh, you know, are you focusing on your new man? And are you more focused on who Jesus is for you and who you are in Christ than your behavior or trying to get it right? And there's no shame. There's no condemnation. We all, every single person in the world has, go, has gone through this or going through this. Um, but I have seen incredible breakthrough and freedom in my life. And there is, this is what Jesus paid for on the cross to make us whole. And I guess, suppose there's a third thing that comes to mind that's, you know, the saying that Holy Spirit is a gentleman, and he definitely is. And so is the rest of the Godhead and that the Lord only takes you through healings that he knows you're ready to go through. So sometimes dealing with these deep issues of our heart, you know, it's important we pray with the right people, we find safe people, we find, you know, good ministers. And I know the Holy Spirit can lead you in that. But the Lord can even take pain in your one-on-one -on -one God time with him. And if that sounds scary at first, that's totally okay, because I've been there. You know, to some of my younger guardians, the Holy Spirit showed up as a golden retriever, something that felt very, very safe to those parts. And so my, my overall point is that the Lord will, he will never force himself you know, to go to a place you don't want to go in your heart. But as I let him into my heart, it got easier and easier to let him into the deep parts and let him heal. Because the healing is exponential. It always gets easier. It always gets uh, easier to go to Jesus and let him heal something. So thank you guys for sticking with me through all this. I know it's probably triggering for a lot of people and maybe the Holy Spirit brought some things to mind as you as I was talking. So let me pray for you real quick. Father, thank you for your kids. Thank you for uh, just Jesus and what he's done on the cross. And I see Jesus just even now just uh, making trades with people, taking their pain from childhood, um, giving them crowns, giving them wholeness, giving them health, new hearts. So Father, thank you for them. I ask that um, you would just bless all them. You give them the wisdom and insight they need, uh, the ability to hear your voice, that protection and the host would be sent to help and protect them as this goes on and to deliver and he would just give them peace and joy. Um, and that's another big thing that the Lord has given me most in my life is when he's traded pain, he's given me peace and joy and where the pain has been. So thank you, Father, for all these things. In Jesus' name.